0: striking chords with Jonathan Douglas here talking with conductor Edo Vart. it was three months ago that there, there came a question and and here we are in um, I'm a little um, dazed <laughs> but this is I think this is true Hong Kong fa- fashion this is exactly how I think the city is full of energy and and pushing forward and uh, and looking at opportunities um as they are and and trying to play in on them and um as I have said before I think one thing is extremely clear to me that uh it is not possible and and shouldn't even be tried to to repeat here what I've done in other places where in certain cases the only thing that was important was whether we could make the orchestra better or not. Um, No doubt there is is a great potential on stage Um, that is not at all my worry and in fact I have no worries but I have a lot of question marks still from how will this go you know, how will we do with audience? I mean, a city of, of almost seven million people should have four concerts a week sold out, one would think. But and if that is not the case, then um, we might be doing things not totally right. I, I'm not sure, either in programming, either in the way we play, in in the perception. Um, and so what, what has interested me tremendously much uh, from from day 1 this this uh, this question came um whether i would come here is that um th- the old tried and true will not work here uh, as it would maybe in an in an old city in europe or an older city in, in the united states and even to a certain extent in sydney but um you will have to be extremely inventive and intelligent and smart and um and do a lot of talking and design especially for me but uh, everybody that works works for the orchestra to try and and find a model of a symphony orchestra that after all is a 150 year old institution and and rather in some ways pretty rickety Uh, you know it was not initially not meant to play in in huge concert halls they played in little palace uh, side rooms for for 30 people, and the rabble was kept out. Well, we want a (laughs) rabble. That's the big difference. We we want uh, as many uh, people to come uh, to our concerts and enjoy them, and we have to find a way to speak to them somehow. And I have no uh, clear plan at this point other than put everything I, I have and, and also the resources that the orchestra has into trying and find out what, how are we going to do this how are we uh, 10 years from now how is the Hong Kong Philharmonic going to be an, an extremely vital part of the cultural life of, of this city and maybe even this country I mean, um, and that, that is our, our, our mandate in a way you know that we have as, as as the orchestra and um i have already also said uh, it is not my goal to do anything i can to make this into the berlin or the vienna philharmonic i mean this that would be a mistake this is not what uh, you know that would take 40 years to try and achieve uh, with with some success and um and then i don't even know whether there would be an audience for that and so we, we need to look uh, both programming-wise and presenting-wise, and and um, yeah, going to be in front of the people, as it were, either in print or television or whatever, um, that people are aware what we do, and that what we do is attractive to them. Now, I don't mean that, uh, that it would be my th- feeling that we play more pops. Uh, there is a place for everything, and we we represent a certain segment in the market, and um, which is uh, 250 years of, of great music. And but the 250 years in my book include today, and you have to uh, you have to also play the things that are written now, and that that hopefully will speak also to the next generations of concert goers. So. This is a, you know, I say this in, in three minutes, this is a job that is going to not be simple, but it's also what makes it so tremendously attractive, I think, because it's a pretty unique uh, city and a, a pretty unique circumstance and a and a very unique challenge. Do you find that you have to constantly reassess the meaning of the job of being a music director? Um, You talked about the need to try and sell out concerts, for example, and obviously the job of being a music director is very different now in terms of the the need for marketing skills than in Fort Wengler's Day. Do you sometimes find it difficult to balance the the artistic demands with the marketing demands? Yes, yeah, I do. (laughs) Um while part of me is is really old-fashioned and would just like to get on with the job by going to rehearsal and do the concerts and say hello to the throngs of of fans that are standing outside um you know there's this wonderful story of sir malcolm Sargent saying after a concert to his he had he had a valet or something it's albert hall this is so british um And he said, Maestro, there are a couple of people that want to say hello to you. And he said, oh, send them in three at a time. And he said, there are only two Maestro. (laughs) This is so um, typical of of conductor's um, behavior, I think. But anyway...